everyone. Welcome to SLP's Wine and Cheese. I'm Deb. And I'm Maria. And here's our podcast. For the Realistic SLP. Welcome! Welcome. Oh, look, we did that together. We're awesome. (laughs) Cheers! Cheers to that. That's right. Like our life is speech and we're okay with that. Trying to help people to, you know, improve their speech-language communications. Understanding, language comprehension, expressive output... Alright, so let's talk about the wine. Okay. And it's from Sicily. It's very fancy. I say drink it, not sink it. Definitely drink it. Alright, what do you think about it paired with the Prosecco though? Let's get back on task. I think it's pretty good. Because neurons that fire together, wire together. I like that. Work smarter, not harder. Right, yes. You're teaching them in the first step is just how to communicate. And then also you're teaching them like syntactically correct sentences. Right. The more you understand yourself, the more you're able to understand other people. That's really genius. We yeah. need to cheers to that. <laughs> cheers. Cheers. We're back. Yay! Welcome everyone to, what is this, episode 25? Oh gosh, I lost track. I think so. It's episode 25. Yes. And we're going to talk about behavior. Lovely. Yeah. But before we do that, yes. what are we drinking? We are drinking lovely Scout and Cellar wine. It's a Pinot Noir 2017. Um, so Pinot, this Scout and Cellar is an excellent, excellent company. It's called, they actually branded this name, Clean Crafted Wine. So what does that mean? It means that these grapes are very natural in their flavor, color, and um, obviously the texture. And the wine created from these grapes is trying to establish that same predictability without um, pesticides, chemical additives, without uh, added sugar. So it pretty much has a um, sweet taste, naturally sweet taste. And um, yeah, it's, it's all the good stuff in the wine. Yeah, you know, it's like I'm, naturally I'm, sweet and smooth. I feel like in general, Pinot Noir is my go-to wine. Me too. Like if you send me to the store or if I'm ordering drinks, yeah. I'm getting that. Um, so one, I'm already biased towards it, but right. that also means that I've had very many. And I really do like this wine in particular. But, like, even more so than the wine, I love the marketing. The labels on these are great. Right. Dog, what is it, Dove Hunt Dog? Yes. Also about the clean crafted wine, Mm -hmm. what it contains in there is grapes. And usually less than 50 ppm, I don't know what that means, but sulfites. So that's only two ingredients. Where mass-produced wines have grapes up to way more sulfites, up to 16 grams of added sugar. And that's why you have hangovers. Yes, and GMO, synthetic pesticides, copper sulfate, all these things that you don't want in your wine. You don't want to drink, you know, you don't want that around you. But we could drink this all night and still go to work tomorrow. Yeah, that's (laughs) our goal. Yeah. So we're offering a uh, great promotion and great discount for anyone who wants to order this wine. It's can't buy it in stores, you have to buy it online. Um, so you get 5% off six wines and 10% off 10 wines and free shipping if you spend over $99. But wait, but wait, there's more. There's more. There's more. What is it? And if you're an SLP, what? well, I guess you don't have to be an SLP. You know? Well, you could be an SLP or a liar. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you could. But you would no, well, email. Yes. You could be a listener. Yeah, you could be a, a listener. A listener. SLPs. Yes. If you're yes. a listener of SLPs, Wine and Cheese, mm-hmm. see, there's perks. Yes. You can email. I will, we'll, uh, just so we don't blast our email over here, and it's going to be hard. But um, mm-hmm. you'll check out our uh, Instagram and Patreon. And you'll email Julie Ewing, and she'll give you an extra 10% off on top of that. So, you know, there's a, a lot of free deal. stuff. I feel like so, we should just yeah. get all of our wine from her moving forward, just yes. because if we're going to keep buying wine, it should at right. least be discounted. Yeah, obviously. Right? I mean, like, everyone's going to drink wine. We might as well try to, you know, get rich while we're doing it. You exactly. Know? Not spend all our dollars. Right. Exactly. And also, who wants to be hungover? That's crap. Exactly. Also, now yeah. we are having... Oh, right. And we, yeah, we paired it with lovely Swiss cheese. Mm-hmm. I actually you're... hate Swiss cheese. Really? Yeah. Is I, that like, why I got it? No, it. I mean, I, I figured it was going to be fine because we paired it with so much stuff. 
But this right. is actually such a mild Swiss cheese. That it's I very don't mild. It. It's very I know. mild. But if it was like a crazy Swiss, I'd be like, what is on earth happened here? Yeah. So Swiss cheese is a generic name for North American cheese. Um, oh, okay. I don't even North. No, I just totally lied. It's yeah. a gen- generic name in North America. Right. For several related varieties of cheese, mainly of North American manufacture. So it is what I just said. Which resemble um, this cheese that has holes in it, and it's yellow, and it's medium hard, that originated in the area um, in Switzerland. Oh, basically. I didn't know that. So it's just basically like Americans just appropriated the Swiss cheese and... Just, you know, they just put a bunch of cheeses together, stuck some holes in there, yeah. and all the Swiss cheese. Right. Why does it have the holes, though? Um, That's a question to I really ponder. I don't Yeah, really mm. think about that, you know. But, you know, if anyone knows, Holes they known as eyes. Swiss cheese oh. without eyes is known as blind cheese. Oh. I didn't know Swiss cheese could come uh, without the holes. Well, this one didn't have so many holes. That's why you were like, are you sure it's Swiss cheese? Yeah, I didn't see any holes in this one. Right. Anyhow. But you said it's because you cut it sideways. I did so. cut it sideways, but the holes were minimal. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So both things are true. Um, yeah. So what do you vote for this wine? Drink it or sink it? I vote drink it. Yes. Of course. I love of course. This wine. Yeah, this, this one's pretty pretty yeah. spectacular. I vote drink it as well. Yeah, I'm going to take a picture of this wine. Yes, yeah. definitely take a picture of I it. I really like the label. But then, yeah. so, what's been going on? In our next segment, we're going to talk about this week in life, this week in speech. Okay. And so what's been going on this week in your life? This week in my life, uh, we didn't have any students today. It was a professional development day at uh, work so that was very nice got to do a lot of stuff and catch up on paperwork is this the whole so, week or just no today? just today oh, okay. and um yeah I just felt like the day went on like really fast and I was uh, pretty busy with stuff and I feel like sometimes it's like oh I'm busy and stuff but the good part about being busy is the day goes by much faster right and my fun part about the day is we ordered sushi burritos so oh. I ate that on my lunch. So having an exciting lunch also makes your day go by Oh, faster. I definitely agree, because then you're yes. looking forward to that right. lunch. Yeah. And then you're eating exciting it, lunch. and then you're thinking about I eating mean, it when you're done eating it. I just like the idea of exciting lunch being a part of my life. Yeah. Exciting lunch. Right. Yeah. Good so that's stuff. your weekend speech Yeah, that's life. my week. Which, I guess both. The, oh, yeah, the life like, being the burrito, right. honestly. Nice. Food is life. I say that all the time. So. Food is life? It is. Because you do we, require it. Yeah, you do. <laughs> and I look forward to it, and it'll kill my mood or make my mood. And, right, so uh, it gives you life? Yeah, it gives me life, and I'm excited. It lets you live your best life? Yeah, and, certain, and I like to eat healthy and drink healthy, like this wine. Right, yeah. So, you know, when you're eating healthy and drinking healthy, you feel better. So yeah, you're really on is. your best behavior. Yeah, and with, but that still includes me eating Nutella, though, because that is... That's my life. I love it. Yeah, you definitely remember you want to remain virtuous in all your um, actions. So right. you don't want to be deficiently having any sort of sweets and stuff. Yes. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. Okay. This week in life is with week in speech for me. Um, so this week in life, um, Mike has almost completed his table. Oh gosh, this is an event. He also bought Red Dead Redemption, which is a video game. So I've been like sitting on the couch a lot watching him play this game. We also had, we attempted to have an episode about this, me, I you, and Mike. I might found the audio. So there will be an audio of this. It's out there somewhere. When it's somewhere. just the Mike Christine show talking about video games. Maria yeah. and I appear briefly. <laughs> <laughs> but he made a good point. I mean, this is what's happening, and maybe any of the women, maybe some of their students are playing it, or even yeah, their boyfriends, their husbands, fiancés. Playing this game. I mean, so many people are playing it. Yeah. It does require, like, so many language skills, which he completely wrote me off when I said that, but, like, yeah. he doesn't understand language like I do. Right. Um, but, yeah, so it's, like, you need to, like, comprehend situational things based mm. on dialogue and environment and tone. You have to, like, identify, like, enemies and allies, and you have to, like, read stories and choose like make choices yes so it is a lot of speech and language skills and it's also a lot of your 
behavior right. and who you want to be. And right, what he was talking about, he wanted yeah. to be honorable. There's something like called honor level. Mm-hmm. So as many good decisions that you make, that's right. how you like increase your honor. Right. How long? How high would you say your honor level? I is? knew you were gonna ask me that, so I already have an answer. Okay. I think it's pretty high. I'm sure it is. You think so? Yeah. Thank you. I agree. You're with honorable. You. I think you're honorable as well. Yeah, but like when I when I screw up, I make sure I do it good. So I'm sure <laughs> that like my honor level in like I think in general when you know me, like I am like pretty like great. Yeah. But but when you like really get to know me, you might like find out some crazy thing about me, and then you're like, "Oh, that like really decreases your average." Oh no! I don't know. I think that. Oh gosh! I'm That's not so always tough. that like. I'm not always the like nicest. I don't feel like. I think you're just harping on some things that have happened in the past. You need to let it. <laughs> Go. You think? I do. I, I know. That. I know. I don't know. I think I'm reckless. That's what I think. I think you're, because I kind of have been like that too in the past. I don't mm-hmm. know what you've done that I should be so scared of. But it, no, it's just like, I get parking tickets. Right. Like, oh, just, come like, on. No, every, like I do so many, it's hard yeah. to explain. Right. Yeah. But I'm I just, really feel like I'm always just, I'm like, come on, Deborah. Right. Well, I think you're also, because I, I kind of am like this too. Maybe you're a little bit more like. You're just trying to live in the moment, so you're, like, in a way impulsive, and you're like, this is what I feel like doing right now, and oh, I don't yeah. really think about the consequences. That's me. Yes, but, yes, and I kind of am like that, too. I've gotten way, way better. Now that I'm 30. Oh, are you 30? Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. So, anyway, <laughs> we won't harp on it. So, I think over time, I've gotten way better with that, because just remember, every ac- action has a consequence. So, when before you right. act tell yourself that that yeah, quote has like, helped me but then i'm always like whatever oh like, yeah, everyone okay. everyone okay. knows so, yeah like so I, you can't have a regret then i dismiss the severity of the consequence based on like the situation i think mm-hmm. i don't know so then on the after effect don't be mad at yourself be like i thought about the consequences right. and i said no so i know but yeah. i'm still mad at myself no yeah. you can't be you can't that's goes <laughs> against the rule <laughs> there's no rule that's a rule okay anyway All right. This so. week in in speech, um, I only said my whole life was Mike. I'm sure there's something happening with me. Right. I've been doing Asha, Asha of the Wazoo. That's yes. Okay. Week. And this week in speech, so it's November. Today's November 6th. Mm-hmm. Um, November Watch 1st, we it. introduced... Oh, yeah, I voted today. Um, November 1st, we introduced a new poem to all of my um, students. Uh, kindergarten's reading November Chicken Soup with Rice. Cute. Uh, first read is reading a poem I wrote called I Am U- Unique. You wrote that? Yeah. Awesome. I, See, sometimes your, your, I, your I honor just, level's going up. Yeah, you know. So sometimes, it, like, I just always write poems just because I can use easier words. And, right. like, no, like, that's that's why. For, and, and, like, have the rhyme schemes that I want cause, and, like, the certain sounds that yeah. I want to work on. But it's a win-win. You're individualizing your therapy and you're right. also having a creative outlet. Yes, yes, I like it. See? Um, and you like it. And then the second through fourth grade is reading their second poem. Now it's called um, Forest Sprite by Linda Ori, and it's about a fairy. And wow. everyone seems to like it. Which and have a hard time saying the word fairy. No, actually, no. not that many. Look at that. No. And okay. we also have, we have fairy and sprite. And I have so many kids that have goals for identifying our controlled uh, diphthongs, oh, okay. which is how it's written in the goal. Right. Um, I wouldn't have written it like that, but that's fine. Yeah, I was saying, I don't know about our control diphthong. I don't know what that is. But you could say. Yeah, it's our controls. I think she's trying to say vocalic R. Right, yeah. Right. Or blends. Yes, she yeah. should just say that. But we have, yeah, that's what I'm saying. All right. Yeah. No worries. I don't know. Somebody, somebody had a rough supervisor. Right. I don't know who that was. <laughs> anyway, so I'm like, for it, forest, sprite, Linda, Ori, fairy. There's like all of yes. these, um, all these are sounds. I may have it. to use this. It's poem. yeah. It's really and it's it's um it's like there was a little fairy sat beneath a tree humming to her tiny self a haunting melody. So it sounds like yes. everyone likes it and everyone. So everyone has been on pretty good behavior while they're in speech. Good. Yeah. They're like engaged. They like the idea of the fairy and they like like the. The, the you know that kind of melody that right. goes with it a haunting Soothing. melody they like that yeah and we're, our vocabulary words are all adverbs 
which I oh. have everyone doing, right. which targets vocabulary, yes. describing, and also L articulation. So right. That's for everybody. I feel like I need a sip after hearing all that. That is a lot of effort. All I said was I caught up on my paperwork. Uh, You're making me feel like I'm I've lacking. I've been doing my but... paperwork like every day, and it's like a second job. Mm -hmm. It's a nightmare. Yeah. All right. We'll, we'll, yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about behaviors. Yeah. Because so... behaviors are prevalent. Yes. <laughs> behaviors are something well, that what you... what is behavior? Exactly. You know, I know you love your definitions. I love definitions. But I think they know, but we'll obviously go over it. But, but I want to say it's behaviors... they don't know, because no, no one knows. That's what I'm saying. Obviously, we'll go over it. Yeah. But I'm just saying behavior is not something we can escape. Right. So before we even get to the definition, right. I want to start with uh, any thoughts you might already have about behavior, try to drop them and like listen to this with open ears. Yeah. Because I have spoken to other SLPs and they're like, oh, I don't want to, you know, work on the behaviors. That's what, you know, I don't like. And it's like, how do you work on speech? You can't work on anything. If you don't work on the behavior. So behavior is almost a prerequisite, but oh, also yeah. a foundational skill. So this yeah. is important, aka. But what I I'm think many say. people say they're not going to work on something because they don't know how to. And it's like, uh, I think yes, your default yeah. is like, this isn't my is this isn't my job description but yes. meanwhile like obviously some sort of like some sort of issue is occurring that's causing that behavior exactly and it likely has a language or communication component exactly so Great. behavior is like a homophone which we're also working on in speech this week too um it, it has not it has so many different meanings so three specific right. ways we want to say like the way in which one acts or conducts oneself, especially towards others. So how you act around other people is, is an indicator of your behavior. Uh -huh. But it's also the way in which an animal or a person acts in response to a particular stimulus, stimulus or situation. So it can be how you act in general, or it could be how you act situationally. Yeah. It's also the way in which a natural phenomenon or a machine works or functions. So what I right. like here is it's saying it's like how something... How somebody carries on their day-to-day, -day, what is their observational behavior, uh -huh. right? And then what sets them off? Right. And then also, what natural occurring phenomenon is happening within their personal mechanism themselves that is causing them to act in a particular right. way. And doesn't always have to be setting them off, because I feel like that kind of implies a negative connotation. Right. But it's also how they respond. So right. their reaction, and sometimes not having a reaction, right. is still a reaction. Exactly. So there's always going to be a reaction, even if it's not speaking, you know? Right, yeah, so because that is... So, right. so conduct... So behavior refers to actions that are usually measured by commonly accepted standards. So like you might, right. it might be commonly accepted that like if I go, wah, you scream. And if right. you don't, it's like, why don't you have a startle reflex? Oh, right. So why is that missing from your behavior? Uh-huh. But then also like you could say these are accepted standards. For instance, like you could say that guy is acting childish. Right. So it's like you're describing his behavior. My dating life? Oh, <laughs> so you're describing Maria's dating yeah, life. No, basically. Uh, I had to go in there. Right. You said he's well, acting childish. I mean, I'm like, yes, I say that all the time. Why did I pick that But I'm not, not speaking about children. <laughs> no. Speaking about man children. Yeah, okay. man children. Are you dating Italians? No. I have in the past. Yeah. 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 Well, you're dating. like my Italian. You're dating an Italian. I'm into him. All right. Okay. Dad, so Dad, also, go back. So yes. There's also a difference between behavior and conduct. And conduct refers to the actions viewed collectively, especially measured by an ideal standard. And conduct is judged according to principles of ethics. So it's kind of like your honor level. Right. That's your conduct. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> from Red Dead. Um, so... Basically, so the next information that I have prepared is on how we learn behavior. Oh, Should okay. Should I go into that, or did you have... Yeah, let's keep with, okay. like, the... So there's, going. like, two, two schools of thought on how we learn behavior. We mm -hmm. have operant conditioning, which is Skinner, and that's a method of learning through which um, you have rewards and punishments. Right. And through operant conditioning, an individual will make an association between a particular behavior and a consequence. Right. And this is based all on positive reinforcements uh -huh. or punishers, which is, like, a negative reinforcement. Right. 
Um, and all a positive reinforcement is, it means that it's going to increase the likelihood right. that that behavior will reoccur. Yes. Um, and then punishers are not necessarily mean things, but it's going to decrease the likelihood that that behavior will, will be occur. repeated. Right. So like, you associate the behavior with a consequence. Like going to work and getting paid. I'm just going to keep it at a adult level for now. Right, yes. <laughs> going to work, getting paid. Great, mm-hmm. you know, right. you get that's the payment is the positive, and uh, I'm gonna use your de- situation, Deb, parking there and getting a parking ticket. Right. Oh, taking away that payment that you just got from your job, and, and you I'm don't want to park there anymore. This place for free, but I'm right. so panic ridden when I'm late. And I, I was late because of traffic or because someone had a meltdown, and I'm trying to hurry. So it's like I'm just trying to. I feel at the mercy of other people. I always feel like I'm. I have to do things to please other people. Oh no! So I don't think like, oh, it's outside of my control to find a parking spot. I'm like, all anyone cares about is that I'm in that building. Right. So I just okay. want to get in there. Okay. All right. Yeah. That's a but lot, yeah, but... so then it's like, and then I have all these parking tickets, and then my oh, mom gosh. gets the letters, and then That's... she gets upset, and it's just so, like, gosh. Sounds like a lot of punishers, but your I behavior. Know. we got to talk about your behavior. does not change because I think for impulsive people, operant conditioning does not work. Oh, look at that. For them, at least. I wish we had the bell, by the way. A class of bring that the bell. Where is Since that we're bell? talking about Pavlov, yeah. you continue about that while I search for the bell. You don't need to go to the... No. The bell is probably, like, in the living room. Oh, never mind. Because we were doing it for tricks. Because I was pairing it. So that's what we're doing here. So classical conditioning, made popular by um, Pavlov and his dog. Um, It's called Pavlonian conditioning. And Mm -hmm. basically, it's a learning process that occurs when two stimuli are, are repeatedly paired together. And a response that is at first elicited by the second stimulus is eventually elicited by the first stimulus. The example for this is the sal- the salivation. Yeah. Right? So right. seeing the meat will make you salivate because right. you are hungry. So that's the second stimulus. The first stimulus is the bell. Bell, yeah. And then eventually, what was the naturally reoccurring behavior was drooling. Yes. Was happening at the presence of the first unrelated the stimulus, which was the bell. Right. So that's the difference. So it's like for this, so the automatic response for the second stimulus, when something's paired with it, that new introduced concept will elicit that automatic response so if you do something um if you reward good behavior they will continue with good behavior right yes um, right. If we're going to the school, school, I think it also is like associating too. That's how I look at it as. Right. I associate this with something positive, so I'm going to keep doing that. Right, and it's also so. like making robots out of people, like hypnotizing them. So it's oh. like you hear <gasps> when you put it that way. Gosh. <laughs> well, I have an alarm that goes off in my speech session. Yes. Um, so that people know it's almost time to go. Right. And whenever the kids hear it, the kindergartners are so conditioned that they'll be like. Hands on your shoulders. Timer is over. Like automatic. Wow. Like like soldiers. Wow. Yeah. Speech soldiers. Yeah. It's a so, new concept well, here. Well, I didn't teach them that song. They know that song from school. Oh, I was going to say. They just did That's it automatically. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Right. Because they're conditioned. Right. So they know that bell. It's not even the same bell. Yes. I don't Well, it could be. Maybe right. everyone uses the iPhone. Bell. Yeah. Whatever yeah. it is. Well, they know it's time to go. Yeah. So we want to talk about uh, difficulty, difficult behaviors or challenging behaviors. So uh, challenging behaviors can be grouped into three different uh, categories. So it could be sensory related an avoidance behavior or attention. So that would be attention seeking. So let's start with the first one, sensory. So if there's a negative or challenging behavior. So first a challenging behavior would be pretty much what you don't, if they're doing work, let's say in the classroom or in the speech room, a challenge behavior is something that's disrupting that work. So, I mean, I'm sure we can all think of some, but I'll just name a few, like getting up out of your seat, not... Turning your head, making inappropriate noises, um, throwing pens, kicking kids under the table. Yeah, so just calling out, protesting. No, I don't Mm want to do the work. Let's say. So those are the challenging behaviors. So then you're gonna ask yourself, 
uh, why, right? And which category does it fall into? So let me just define each category and then we'll suggest how we can assess some behaviors. Okay. So sensory has to deal with your senses. Right. So it can include any of the, and all of the senses. Mm -hmm. So whether that's vision, something is too bright or not bright enough in the room that they can't focus on. So for instance, even as simple as a kid is not copying the notes. Well, maybe he can't see, he or she can't see. Right, maybe, you know, maybe it's on they like really a do need a white erase board right. and the lights are like iridescent white yeah. and the reflection is just too right. hard for him. Or it's undiagnosed that they have a vision impairment. That's it. And uh, you know, that's number one. Like, let's think about that. So, or you, we can even think more about our children with sensory processing disorders or, you know, on the spectrum, they have sensory deficits. So something is too loud and it could be something outside of that room. Uh, something is too bright to look at. Maybe even a smell. I mean, if the teacher or anyone else in the room, maybe even the other students or the student themselves has a perfume on or a cologne or even the di uh, laundry detergent. So something like that. So if you're seeing like they're sensibly sniffing their shirts, okay, are they doing it because they're getting out of work or is that smell so overwhelming that they're having a hard time filtering it, filtering out the important and versus the challenging, right. competing, let's compete. Oh my it's gosh. to manage those right. things and balance them and yes. like, and tune one out and fixate on one. So it's like hard for them to compartmentalize. Yes. I need to ignore that feelings. smell. And that's yes. a lot of deficits we see with children but to them, with autism. Like, that smell, it, 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 it indicates something and I right. need to know what that is or it's right. bothering me. I mean, who knows what exactly is going through their mind. Re a lot of researchers working mm -hmm. on that what is that smell but either way the smell is so overwhelming to them whether right. a good way or a bad way let's say yeah that it's not allowing them to do the behavior you want like their work let's right. just say writing something let's right. just stick so with one behavior your right plan. so and that would be sensory related so a second one would be avoidance so that is just what they're flat out just trying to avoid work and that a lot of times could be well, we'll go further into it but they just don't want to do the work and I know that's so like open ended but there's right. like further things well, to think about within there. that you handed them something and right. they're not doing it right so, exactly yeah. so they're avoiding mm -hmm. and then attention is they're doing something to seek your attention so that would be I think like calling out mm -hmm. would be an example of that so why, I feel like those are kind of self-explanatory-ish. Right. Mm -hmm. um, so why would, so when you see a certain behavior, let's say throwing a pen, you can do an ABC chart, which is the antecedent, what happens right before that behavior, right before that behavior, mm -hmm. B, the behavior, and that's throwing the pen, and C, the consequences, what happens after he throws the pen or she? All right, so for instance, let's say the teacher gives a handout, a worksheet, and she said, all right, we're going to fill out this worksheet. The student takes the pen and throws it, and then see the consequence. The teacher's like, fine, you're not ready, and takes away the work. Mm -hmm. So what happened after he threw that pen? He got out of work. Right, So yeah. he's throwing that pencil or pen right. to avoid right. the work. And also, like, some tough kid might be like, she's not going to do it thing when I throw this. Right. Like, I see some kids, like, they'll do something, and then I'm like, excuse me, and they look at me in my eyes, yeah. and they continue laughing. Right. They're like, I'm not afraid of you. Right. Your hair is pink. Right. Like, <laughs> what do you want? Like, right. <laughs> they're like, you're basically Mickey Mouse. Like, what are you right. going to do? So it's like, I'm constantly repeating myself. Uh-huh. And I feel like, even lately, everyone's so excited to come to speech. They're so happy when they see me at oh, the door. Oh, that's nice. But then we get into speech, and I feel like they're just too excited. Uh-huh. And I'm constantly correcting and redirecting behavior that I'm, like, getting sick of myself. But right. They're, but they're, like, not losing interest in me. Mm -hmm. Well, we'll talk about that, but let's stop a little bit for our okay. halfway point because that's a good place to pick it on up for right. for um, next part. When we come back. Yeah, so we're at a halfway point, yes. and that means you need to follow us on Instagram, SLPs Wine sure and Cheese did. Pod. You, we always tag myself and you 
depth. Right, we have so, our own individual yeah, Instagrams that you, you wanna can follow as well. Follow us. And I would like to, I'm inspired by this episode, so I'm gonna post some of my behavioral supports, which we're gonna talk about next. Oh, wonderful. Yes, yeah, so behavioral I'll be posting supports. that. Yes, behavioral supports. Everyone can use behavioral yeah. supports. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think that's great. It is excellent. So we have that. And you know, if you're listening to this on iTunes, comment, like us, oh, yeah. review, review us, us subscribe. Yeah. Tell everyone that you love us. Yeah, and tell all your speech friends. And I even was talking about, I went to a wedding over the weekend. Mm-hmm. And I was even telling one of um, one of the, the maid of honor about, and she's a teacher, and she's having a very hard time with behavior in her class. Oh. And I was like, you need to listen to SLP's wine. She's like, you know what, I really do. I really do. Oh, good. So well, tell I your teacher you friends, especially this episode. We are focusing on the classroom. Mm-hmm. So, anywho, we're going to be at ASHA. We are so thrilled. Deborah yes. is really taking the reins with this. Oh, my goodness. And we're going to be at table 872. It's like, I don't know where I begin and where ASHA begins and ends. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, I just feel like I can't. Um, it's next week. My goodness. What am I going to do with my dogs aside from that? Mm. Um so basically, we have 85 shirts, and Maria's getting one, I'm getting one, and Amy's getting one. Cool. So we have 82 shirts. So that's <laughs> all we have to sell. Oh my gosh. But I want first one of each served. shirt, and we oh. have three shirts. Well. So, but we can't do that because we really don't have enough shirts. Yeah. So I can't take just away saying, from the listeners. Like, I've had lots of people ask me about the shirts. I am really excited for the shirts. Please yeah. come to us the first day to buy them because yes, I don't know yes. what's going to happen. Uh, yeah, I have no idea. We're going to figure out an online version just because I feel like we've had a pretty high demand so far. Um, so there will be some sort of online option. But, you know, everyone, you want to walk away with the thing that you I want. I know, right? So just get there to get get there to us on the first day and come get the shirts. I also am printing all my coloring books. I have about 100 of those, so more coloring books than t-shirts. Lovely. And, uh, yeah, so, and then we'll also have magnets that we just ordered, which yes. I'm excited mm-hmm. for. And we're thinking about, we're trying to get some more things. We don't know, we, those th- other things are not guaranteed yet, so we can't, uh, we can't go comment on those. Right. Because yeah. we're trying to surprise people, too. Yeah, that's true. So, um, we usually do listener questions, but just because this is also such a heavy mm-hmm. topic, heavy fact topic. We're going to continue the questions because we got a lot of questions. Oh, yeah. It was a lot of, a lot of questions. Yeah. So we're going to just have a separate episode for the questions and that you will be able to listen to on the Patreon. Mm-hmm. And so, the links in our bio on Instagram. Yes. So you can find it there. Perfect. Yeah. All right. So let's get back to behavior. Did we forget something? Yeah. So my issue with behavior that I'm having currently... Yes. Is that my kids' arousal level is just, like, quite high. I think okay. they're just excited to see me because okay. they are in a very, like, kind of rigid classroom environment. Right. Um, so once they see me, they see it as, like, an opportunity to be a little bit more of themselves. And um, sometimes that's detrimental to my Right. Goal. So in a way, they're seeking your attention, but in a positive way. But they're not always directing it towards me. Like, it's oh, more of, just... like, interactions with each other. So they're overstimulated. They're, they're just, they're, I mean, like, I can't even say it. They're overly excited. They're just, like, they want to talk to each other. Mm. Like, they want to interact. They want to play. Right. Okay. Um, But I'm constantly, like, I don't like to constantly correct behavior. I took a six-minute video today. I'll show you. Okay. (laughs) Where I'm just, like, you're not listening. Yeah. And you don't want to hurt your voice, you know, yelling and talking over there. Right. Well, that, too. But my, that goes into what I want to talk about is the yeah. behavioral but support. I don't yell at anybody. I'm oh, not okay. that kind of person. Good. I will sternly talk to you loudly if yes. something very much happened. But right, no. agreed. Even somebody stepped in when I was having a challenging behavior issue today with another student, and I was just like, "You are making a choice right now. Yeah. If you don't come with me and follow through what I've asked you to do, you are making the choice to get in trouble, and I can't help you then." Oh. So if you make the choice to come with me and go to class, then you'll be fine. So he's like, fine, and he starts stomping. Oh. But then that's when his teacher saw him and beelined for him and just let him have it. Right, and for stomping. And then I just walked away. Yeah, for stomping, right. talking back. He had her, she, like, was really mad at him, and he learned his lesson, I think, and he wrote me an I'm sorry letter. Oh, beautiful. But that was fine. 
it was fine. He he let I reasoned with him and right. he didn't do it. I get you. It's hard to let go of your feelings. I know. Was he supposed to skip over to me? Right. So whatever. I get you. I'm not I, yelling at anybody. Yeah. You, uh-huh. you just gotta let it go and hopefully he let it go as well. Kids let things go a yeah. lot quicker yeah. than adults, and that's why mm-hmm. I like working with kids. Anywho, so speaking of you don't want to um, you know, get lose your voice. You know, you mm-hmm. want to conserve it. Um, Which I did twice this year. I lost it twice. Oh, right. Exactly. So you don't want to keep... You want to try to avoid talking over them. Stop, well, I mean, stopping sometimes is better than talking. Keep going. Mm-hmm. But keep talking over them, repeating yourself, because it's just be, kind of becomes like white noise to the kids eventually, I think. Right. Yeah. And you are just, you know, hurting your voice the and your mind. training videos say that, too. They're like, don't constantly say sit, sit, sit. If right. you're not sitting, then right. you're pairing sit with not sitting. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, well, people don't like when you compare kids to dogs. I was just going to say that because I didn't want to bring attention I to don't it. Care. But Okay. <laughs> it's my oh. only thing that I have. Right well, you're, because we're not comparing exactly kids to dogs. We're comparing no. behaviors. Yes. It's behaviors. 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 Yeah. And, you know, a lot of time, and when they trained dogs they really follow through with behaviors it's all classical yeah that's right so that's what you're looking at Mm -hmm. yes so um behavior support would be visuals right because you don't want to keep verbally saying it right even if it is sit sit because the kid's not sitting okay so let's just use your example of sit Mm -hmm. sit sit so what you want to work on let's say that is your target behavior and you want to always keep it positive so let's say you start with something called a token chart, mm-hmm. and it's going to depend on the student and their level and their age and their motivation, I guess. Um, with well, actually, it should be the highly, highly motivating. So it shouldn't depend on their motivation. But it could but, be three stickers, right? Something five, five stickers, stickers, twenty stickers, and it could be an immediate at the end of the session, at the end of the period, at the end of the day in the classroom, right. or at the end of the week, or the end of after you, like you said, you get. 100 points. My kids get prizes every 20 right. points, so I made two kids cry right. today. Right. Which made me feel very bad. Oh, um, because they didn't and have enough one points. Cried. She's going to have three more points. She gets a prize. Okay. Everyone only gets four prizes, and she knows this. Okay. And her prize is coming next time. But okay. She was very upset. Maybe there's other things happening. It's I okay. Think so. Right. Anywho, no worries. <laughs> So a token chart is they do positive, they do mm-hmm. something good, and you give them this chart. You give right. them the You're stars. You're their behavior with this, like, uh, visual. Yes. And I have a lot of, like, um, SLPs will tell me or even teachers, like, ah, oh, they don't get the token chart. You have to teach it to them. <laughs> so right. what does that mean? That means if you have to start with one token and pair it with something. So let's use the example of sitting. All right. Sit down. Okay, they sat. They get a token, and they get to do something like right, yeah. color, uh, something quick. I would say like um, a toy. You get to hold it for a little bit. I like say. Um, for depending upon the level. I have like the Lego game on mm-hmm. iPhones or oh, okay. iPads. Playing one round of that game is like three minutes. So it's, oh, more, it's right. less than that. Yes. It's, so it's a good reward because it's over. It has a beginning and an end. Nice. There you go. And if they want to do it again, they have to do that behavior again. Exactly. Whereas a toy, it's like you have to be like, okay, time's up. Which right. Which is a difficult thing to negotiate. Sometimes, yes, it is. Yeah. And then a lot of like for preschoolers, I feel like that's an excellent age to introduce a token board to start right. it. Cause, and that could be a toy, or that could be, like, you get a token and you get, like, a Lego to create the Lego piece. Right. So you have to, like, teach it to them to their level. Right. But I have some preschoolers or younger kids that I'll, um, like, if I just need to get them to get their stars. And I always say this, you want to set them up for success. So if I'm like, clap your hands, they get a star. Touch your nose, they get a star. Right, and yeah. that's how I'm teaching the token board. That's yeah, not yeah. my lesson per se. Right, yeah. And that's why I said before, the behavior is a big prerequisite, but also a foundational skill. Yeah. So they have to learn. Like, I come to speech, and I get my stars, and I'll get something at the end. Yeah. So well, that's this, what they're teaching them. Not, <laughs> I guess so this girl was upset that she didn't get anything at the end. But I feel like I need some points. wine after I said that. Yeah. I was like, yes! <laughs> I just just come from the heart, you know? But just I just felt good. so bad because, again, you're like, you're going to get something in the end, and that's why she had a meltdown. 
But uh, nobody I has, nobody in my crew gets, they don't, nobody gets anything in here. You all play basketball. That's it. Mm-hmm. So I think she was upset. That's not, that's not all it is. That's great. Playing basketball. Right, yeah, but it's just like, getting a prize in speech is not a regular thing in my classroom. Right, getting a prize, but a, re- no, a reward yeah. or a reinforcement yes. is that. Yeah. Right. So I just felt bad, but. That's all right. It happens. Whatever. I walked into the office today and I'm like, I am not nailing it today. Oh, <laughs> Everyone's like, I heard. There's something you're screaming happening. Oh, um, so that's a token board, a right. visual, a visual schedule. Do you love this highlight? I don't know what just happened. It's yeah, I got I, it from the speech retreat. Oh wow, that's yeah, so sweet. exciting! I can't believe you just took that off. But I know. okay, anyway, we'll take a picture of what we're talking about. No, there's more. Yeah, just so they can see, right. so they can have a visual. Right. As I'm talking about a visual sure. schedule right, and a visual schedule. Yes, thank you. A visual schedule is something you can use within your speech room, but also in the classroom. Okay. So let's say the teacher is pre- presenting, oh, um, they're telling you something like, oh, every time for lunch they have a hard time lining up. And it's like, well, you know, for instance, maybe they don't know when lunch is, or maybe, you know, they need, let's say, that visual schedule. Or they keep they keep raising, let's say, they keep calling out class asking when lunch is. That's like a perfect set up there yeah well if you have like a visual schedule they can know so something like that and a visual schedule does help to reduce anxiety and helps to know what's happening what's next right exactly he's hungry he's hungry so um maybe he's really bored right maybe he's really bored good thing yeah, and or then, maybe he's yeah. really anxious. Yes, and a visual schedule will help with that. Yeah, so he's anxious, he wants to stress Just, eat. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. Right, and then another thing I wanted to mention is that when you're seeing a challenging behavior and you're trying to figure out what's causing it, mm-hmm. sometimes maybe it is the work is too hard, but right. also sometimes the work is too easy. Yeah, so, I have, I have look into one that. Kid, my kid who has the worst behaviors right now, uh-huh. he's really sweet and he's really cute. Yes. And I don't think, like, anybody's cute. I'm like, oh, you're cute. Right. I mean, like, you're, like, he's bad news. Right. Because he's, like, smart. So today he was being, he's that kid that, like, does this, the, the silly thing and then you'll go, be, you'll correct the behavior and he'll look at you straight in your eyes and continue to laugh. Right. Because he knows you're not going to do anything about mm-hmm. it. That's him. Got it. But today I, I was asking questions about the election, and he, like, knew all the answers. Wow. And he had, like, ideas. Then he's like, I think George Washington, wait, was he the first president? I think he was, and I think Abraham Lincoln was the second president. But he's, like, a young Aww. kid, and, yeah. and, like, I don't feel like many young kids, know, like, just know that stuff. And Unfortunately, many average Americans don't know that stuff. Well, Abraham Lincoln so. was the 16th Yeah, person. no, I know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> but I did gotcha. tell him that today. So now yeah. I'm going to ask him tomorrow. Good. Good. If he remembers. Good. I'm going to get through two things, then we'll go to our case studies. So then yeah. also a timer, which you talked about. Mm-hmm. But I love something called the timed timer, and I'll post a picture about that. And mm-hmm. I'll put it on our story, too. Always check out our stories on Instagram, too. Yeah, yeah. We, have, we post stuff we post there. stuff Maria on the stories. does that. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> Fine. And then a first-then board. So, like, first do your work or first target behavior. First read a book, then something. And this is something you have to have a visual for. So I'll post examples of what that looks like on our story and on, I guess, my personal page. And, uh, yeah, so let's get into the case studies. And then we could also talk about how we could use visual supports with the case studies. All right, great. Yes, and I'm going to use this highlighter. So these are instances of challenging behaviors. I wrote seven case studies. Oh, gosh. um, Yeah, so you're going to answer these. Uh, Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, number one. Maggie is disappointed that she did not earn a prize today in speech. Okay. She begins to cry, scream, and kick anything in her path. Oh my goodness, that's a lot. Yeah, so so what do you want me to say what exactly? What would you do? What would you do? Well, first of all, safety first. You got to move out of the way yourself and the other students. Make sure she doesn't actually kick anyone. Oh uh, yeah. So that's like I got closer to her. I was like, no, we're not going to. Yeah. Right. Because I know it's hard to escape your emotions right. when you're feeling them. Yeah. Well, you don't want to get... I don't know how hard she's kicking, she was, so I'm she like... She wasn't going to kick I'm me. going... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You have to... Yeah. Number one, in right. this situation, I would say yeah. protect yourself and the and students. And she's little, so she's in second okay, grade. Okay, yeah. But you never know. I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, Some second grades, they, they, you know, they play soccer. They know right. how to kick. True. Okay. <laughs> I could have got Watch those shins. Yeah. That hurts. Okay. 
Good point. So, what would you yeah, do? Yeah, no, number one always has to this be is, safety first. This is, the, this is the segment called, what would you do? Right. What would I do? All right, let me put what myself there. Do? What would I do? Number we one, remove the students. Like that. Oh, that would be cool. What would Maria do? do? What WWMD? Yeah. yeah. I know. People have, have have sold me that to me before. Because oh, okay, yes, I'm a positive example. Okay, good. Yeah, not a bad way. So, okay, so, remove, okay remove the students. Yeah. And then I would just try to intervene in there and mm-hmm. just really just stop that behavior. Like, stop. And if I have visuals on me, I usually walk around with a lanyard of them. Show, try to get a visual there. But sometimes, again, it's not like, let me stop and run and get my visuals. So, no. Yeah. You have it on you. But really, your hand is right there. So I would pair it with, like, a hand motion of stop. And I would probably cue her to take a deep breath and be like, what's going on? Yeah. And then it could be like, all right, stand up. First, my number one thing would be, like, stand up, work off the floor. Because mm-hmm. I can't, like, tolerate that. Throwing yourself on the floor. I'm right. like, no, no, no. Immediately yeah. get up. Yeah, I got <laughs> And I then like talk them stuff. through it. Like, okay, you want the prize, but you know that in speech you earn What is your thing? You earn it after points. And yeah. if you want to earn an extra point for but tomorrow. See, every time I did that, she would scream louder because oh, she, okay. she knows that. So me telling her that was making her more pissed off. So right. what I did was, like, I brought her a chair. Everyone, I had them leave. I explained to her the chart. She got more frustrated being confronted with, like, the issue. Sat down, and then I was like, I'm going to have to call mom if we can't calm down. I pick up my phone, then she starts screaming again. That's when she starts kicking things. And then... People can hear her screaming, and, like, screaming doesn't do anything to me. Like, my heart hurts, but, like, I'm not intimidated. Right. So I was like, I'm just going to let her scream. Yes, that's how I was so going to say that. I was she, gonna... like, sat in the chair, but she she is someone, like, last year she had a meltdown on me, and she can't come down from, like, a high arousal, arousal state. So it, so what I did was let her do it. Then I had my the chess teacher, he came in, he tried to help. He also couldn't get through to her. We tried, like, we're trying to do, like, breathe. She was just getting, like, the same or, like, increasingly um, upset. So what I did wrong was that, one, there was nothing I was going to do to make this kid feel better because I'm the one that pissed her off. Uh-huh. So but it, you're also not going to give her the prize to stop screaming. because then you're re- not. Because you're reinforcing, but, I'm going to scream and kick and throw a tantrum. Yes. And I'm going to get a prize. No, I would never do that. Exactly. No, yeah. so so that's that's a good thing. But, but like, to I, her, there was no me being you know, like, breathe. The more I told her to breathe, yeah. I'm the enemy. Right. So the more I'm telling her to breathe, that's how annoying it is. So I should have just, once the other teacher came, I should have excused myself and gave Uh that girl the opportunity to speak but I stayed because it was my room second we should have removed her from the environment in which the situation occurred we should have she that teacher I should have just been like just take her out into the hallway yeah that's a good point change of scenery is always good there was nothing I was going to do to fix that I gotcha alright well this is why we have these conversations so we could like learn from them you know and how I would respond is like, I'm not actually in that moment living it, you know? Yeah, so I'm yeah. trying to picture myself, but, you know, I would try this, and then, which seems like you try them. I did try this. And thing. sometimes it's like, nope, nope, life, life is like, nope. And she just hated me at that rate. Right. At that point. Well, I like that you said what you just said, so yeah. change scenery and just All right, number go, push two. through. Sean is working on articulation. He repeats, says his target mm-hmm. word in a throwaway manner with no awareness or effort. Okay. I would be like, Sean, do you want to earn a prize today? <laughs> Sean, yeah. You want to play bounce off that game? Yeah. Well, you need ten checks and now you have three. Okay? <laughs> right. And Sean seems like smart. I'm like, how many checks do you need? And he's going to be like, seven. And I'm going to be like, uh-huh. Then let's get to it. And I just redirect and we're doing it again. Right, yeah. And I just remind him of what he wants and what he's working for. And I would give him a firm, like, I know you could do better. Exactly. Yeah. I would do the same thing. Is that what, who Sean is? Is he inspired no, by a true story? No, these are all my friends from life. Okay. Um, Amanda is repeatedly calling out answers when it is not her turn. She was okay. told five times to only answer when she is called upon. This is a class, right? continues to provide responses at inappropriate times. After answering, answering, she often giggles about her action. Oh, okay. So you always want to reward a positive behavior. Mm-hmm. So I would start reward. I would 
be as the teacher, I would, if the teacher, let's say, is telling me this, I should say, you know what you could do? You could, whenever the other students, like, raise their hand, you give them, like, a point or some type of, or a verbal praise, depending on the class, and then you ignore that behavior. Because she wants your attention. There it is. And um, and then you could refer to some type of like a token board or a token chart or however the teacher has her behavioral supports. Oh, I like how uh, Joshua raised his hand. He got a check. Right. You know, and she's calling out and you could just keep re- re- ignoring her. And then the stu- you could even tell your students like, we're ignoring the people who are not listening. And then, you know, you could try that. And then if she's right. still calling out, you need to like address it more like you're going to lose points or you're not going to gain points yeah, and she like keeps going could be too. yeah it could be like a letter sent home you know keep going up and up and then seeing I feel like she's gonna stop after you threaten with a letter i don't yeah. know why yeah yeah <laughs> just i feel like that's who amanda is but then also like having some sort of like what are you working for thing here like right. we're doing this so that we can do this and right. if the longer it takes us to do this we're not gonna yeah. we're gonna lose our opportunity right. to do that funner opportunity exactly Okay. That's why a timer is good, too. Right, yeah. The and one, a, that, one yeah. that's kick, ticking on the board so they can see how much time they yeah. have. And for teachers, if you want to, you know, if you're working with teachers, um, you could also, like, suggest some behavioral supports, like, oh, if you have 10 points, we have a prize box, and just take all your old therapy materials and bring them into her classroom. And right. here's your prize box. Right. And you just decluttered and have an excuse to buy more if you want, if you love to buy right. stuff. Right, yeah. Because I know some people do with. love that. Things you haven't played with in the last year, just exactly. recycle them and put them in an old shoebox and tell your teacher, look, here's here's your new prize box. Yeah. Yes. All right. William is refusing to participate in the group and individual speech session. He sits silently at the table, resting his head on his fist, and pushes away any paper that is handed to him. Okay. Okay. So, refusing to participate. Okay. So, he's just sitting there with his head on his hands, and if you give him something, he just pushes it away. Okay. I feel like I need more info. Why? What's going on beforehand? Is there stuff going on at home? Is he just like... But, like, he right. just met him. Right. So if I was me, I'd yeah. be like, oh, I'm going to play this WWE game. Right. Yeah. What are you right. up to? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So he sounds like he could use definitely a timer too because you have this, I, like yeah. you said, this much time right now. But then I would, if I was getting it's, nothing, right. I would not even try working on. I would be like, uh, you want to trace Roman Reigns? I would get like, I would like print a coloring page of Roman Reigns and like trace it. I've done that before. Oh. Just give them a bunch of paint and say we're just going to paint on the table. I hear you. Something else. Just oh, like right. if it's the first that time. Has anything to do with work. Okay. You're trying to like get something yeah. in. Or even if it is every time and that's how your session goes. And maybe every time you start off with an art activity. Right. And then later you write Fade about it, out. it or you right. discuss it. No, that's a good idea. But I like, like that one yeah, too. Yeah, I would just be like, screw it. What do you yeah. want? Like, what's happening here? Right. That's such a weird behavior. Yes, I know. I'm like, I feel like I need more in there. And then that's an idea for you to like look into further. Yeah, and you're finding so. out interests and stuff. And yeah. you can, like maybe like build up trust and have a conversation. Yes, that's a big thing, trust. So yeah. th- that's what I'm saying. There has to be more in there. So if you have a student like that, you have to, that one is kind of a, kind of an open-ended question. Let's see where yeah. this kind of goes. So. That's my answer to that, okay. that I have no answer, because we don't one. know enough. Right, yeah. And but sometimes there's cases like that. something super, just start off with that game. Right, like, just get it, because it seems like he's not even motivated yeah. by anything, so try to he's, find a motivation. He depressed. Exactly. So that means that we're just going to forget about the speech stuff right now, we're just going to find an activity. Yeah. Okay, so this will be our last one. Jack is a 25-year-old male with autism spectrum disorder. Mm -hmm. His verbal expression is limited, but he is able to repeat phrases when prompted. Jack is running up to his mother and back to the kitchen. She can tell he wants snacks, but there are none left. Oh, man. Jack is becoming increasingly frustrated, hitting himself and yelling. Wow. That's a good one. All right. So this is at home? Yeah. Okay. So I think mom needs a lot of support here. Mm-hmm. A lot. So where can we start? I guess we could start with, I'm going to go with visuals again. My answer is always going to be visuals. <laughs> so there has to be a way for him to know when there's none left. 
So like he has to be able to see it. I don't know how. Maybe even like a measurement. But if he's measurement. taking the bag, he has right. the bag. He ate the whole bag. Right. Yeah. Oh, you mean like there's none yeah. left? I gotcha. I feel well, like there has to be like a control. I would like like he gets like one bowl of it and he sees and then there's like first eat and then and has to be something else that he's done. So I think he also needs to like be removed from that situation similar to the first one like mm-hmm. we're out we're done eating now we ate the snack we had one bowl of it we're on to something else and it has to be equally or more or even a little bit less right. <laughs> motivating than the chips or whatever it is. Right. So there has to be like um, not a distraction, but like moving on. To, we're moving on to something else. So you right, have, yeah. I, I call that like pushing through. Right. So we're pushing through the behavior. And sometimes it takes a couple of times to get it. So like maybe the first three, four times he's having a hard time. But afterwards he needs to learn. I get this one bowl and I eat it. And now I move on to I do my Legos, let's say. Right. And that's a routine. And that's pretty much a schedule. Yeah. I also think like... Or I- first then, you know, first we're going to eat, then blocks I don't know or go for a walk just get out of the kitchen just get out get out of the kitchen so that so this is actually like a real life situation that happened to someone I know Uh and this person was advised to because this individual who's on the the spectrum um does stay home alone often and they're fine Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. they're fine to stay home alone so they were like you need to leave because like they are much bigger than um like, the individual's much bigger than his mother. Right. And their behavior is, like, quite... It could get yeah. violent. So it's but a, safety. It yeah, goes back so to where I said safety first. So she just has to leave. Yeah. Then I'm like, okay, so if we were to work on this, like, if I'm, like, going to take on this case, and this is the story somebody came to me with, I'd be like, well, what is the solution for this in a normal situation, right? It could be like, oh, I'm disappointed that I can't have any more because there's none left. We should go to the store to get more. Right. So, like, problem solving and then also being a little bit more rational here and then being able to communicate. So, like, maybe I'd suggest, like, oh, do you want more cheese doodles? Mm-hmm. Let's go to the store. And I don't know if that's going to, like, negative, like yeah. negatively reinforce, like, make a bad right. habit. But at the same time, it's like there are, this isn't the biggest problem and we can do something. Well, I think there's also... Again, and kids get yeah. to negotiate. Stuff. Right. The well, paper, please. Yeah. Well, maybe like once a week could have two bags of cheese noodles, but maybe he can go for a walk and then like cook something, you know, like maybe something a little bit more functional. Because maybe he's hungry and maybe cheese noodles are not going to satisfy that hunger anyway. Right. But I think you, you know? hit the nail on the head that mom needs more support because mom yeah. can't do all this stuff. No, this is a lot. Because mom loses credit after a while. Right. And it's just Aww. like, be, no, it's honestly true. It's like mom is there all day, every day. They provide comfort, comfort. they provide security, they provide learning opportunities. Mm-hmm. So it's like so hard to ask a mom to also on top of that, like, change your whole life. Like, never sit on the couch, never right. relax, never just, like, have a nice interaction. Make right. everything a teaching situation. Right. Which is too much to ask of anyone. Yeah. So That's it would a lot. be nice if there was an aid there that could yeah. like facilitate communication. Right. And I think there needs to be a, a schedule too. Yeah. Like, okay, we have snack time mm-hmm. and now we have, I don't know, go for a walk. And mm-hmm. that becomes part of the routine and part of like, all right, I can't have two cheese noodles because I got to do my right. next thing on my list. And then I'll go mm-hmm. for my walk to the store and I buy ingredients to make, to cook dinner. Right. You know, and we'll cook something somewhat healthy. Yeah. So. I think we're going to pause done we're here. All with, done. We we're all it. done with that. High five. <laughs> Cheers. Yeah, Cheers. I feel like I, you haven't drank much on this episode. I haven't? There's yeah. no wine left. I think it's me. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, well. let's go with, uh, you want to talk a little bit about our behavior? Oh, I do. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And so, then we're going to wrap it up. Okay. So there's this guy, Robert Firestone. He's a clinical psychologist. And okay. he, he talks about the six aspects of being an authentic adult. Okay. And it's like how we can be on our own best behavior. Ooh. And I think that this is the best article I've ever read. So um, I highly recommend anybody to look into it. So number one, the six aspects of being an authentic adult is rationality. Even though humans, they, like, mature physically, that doesn't mean that they mature mentally. Wow. And when you, when you react constantly. Yes. Based on your emotion rather than on intellect. Mm -hmm. Then, so, 
reacting based on intellect is rational and reacting based on emotion, emotion is, is irrational. irrational. So being rash like rationality is the first aspect. Next is formulating and implementing goals. So it's creating goals for yourself and following through with them. Which are on our hidden episode, we did talk about projects. Right, so yes. Tune it, look out for that. It's somewhere out it's there on the be internet. It's somewhere, we'll find we it. We don't know where that file is. <laughs> it's somewhere. Tales of the Lost Files, go ahead. Uh, number three is equality in relationships, especially romantic relationships, but this uh-huh. is also in friendships. Right. So there should be no dominating partner in any sort of relationship that you have in your life. You should both be equal parts. Right. Whereas no one's acting like a mother or a father. And no one's acting like a superior or a subordinate. Right. Everyone's on the equal level. And that's the third aspect of being an authentic adult. Next is active versus passive. So this is adults with adults pretty much, right? This is right, as it can't an be adult, adult, right? This is how you can be the best version of you and on your best behavior. Okay. So instead of thinking I do this wrong, I do this wrong, I do this wrong, these are the things that you can fixate on doing right. You can be rational. You can make your decisions based on intellect rather than emotions. Mm. You can formulate and implement implement goals. If you want something to happen, you create a goal and you pursue it right and do short-term goals if you need to exactly and you measure them and Mm -hmm. you make sure they're timely 80 percent smart goals aka for yourself that's right yeah go ahead and then if you're unhappy with your life or you're devaluing yourself then maybe you're lacking that equality in your relationship oh wow authentic adult you want to have equality in all of your relationships so Uh that neither person is being bossed around or the subordinate or or um, the superior. Right. Um, next is being active rather than passive. So instead of uh, thinking like uh, nothing good is happening yeah. to me. I'm just going to go with it. You know, you're yeah. just like not making any first yeah. moves. Go you're not ta- You don't have an incentives. No, not taking initiatives. Yeah, you have right. to take initiative and you have yeah. to go for the good. So exactly. Don't say that nothing's happening to you. Right. Go make something happen. I like that. Yeah. That's great. The next Woo. thing is a five, non-defensiveness and openness. Okay. So that's another key to being Are you saying I'm defensive adult. right now? No. This okay. Is, this dude wrote this article. Okay. I, I don't know. You just looked at me a certain way when you said that. And I was like, I feel like I am open. You're being a little defensive about that. I know, right? <laughs> I caught on to that. Okay. But I just, you gave me a look and I was like, what's going on here? I think you're open. Yeah, all right. Sure. You're open? I'm open to like everything. I'm me too. Like, but I also feel like, are my morals compromised? Like <laughs> anyone, you could tell me anything. Right. No, I anything. think that's great and about us. And I would us. be like, that's fine. The but quote like, on my background <laughs> on my quote, my quote on my phone says, yeah. being open-hearted to absolutely everything leads to a beautiful sense of joy. That's right, not the quote some, of this episode, though. Right. I found another one. But, but somebody could tell bonus me some quote. Like, heinous thing they did, and I would be like, just tell me. Right. And I wouldn't be like, I wouldn't even react. So right. that's what makes me, like, wonder sometimes if I'm, like, a little sociopathic. No, I think, because I'm the same way, and people, really? and it makes you a great listener, because you don't react to these things. Right, and, yeah, I and don't care about because, any awful thing that anyone Because I think really. you're just appreciating the moment of them telling you it. Right. And you don't want to react, because you know that'll hurt their feelings, and it goes right. against the whole reason why they're even telling you the thing. Right, yeah. So right. that's why you don't react. You're really hard on yourself today. <laughs> what is happening? I don't know. I don't know. Stop it. The last it. thing is personal, personal power. Right. Oh, we have to also say openness. We were only got openness. to defensiveness. Sorry. Openness. You have to be open and non-judgmental. While I'm worried about the fact that I don't have morals, at the same time, like, I'm very open to what works for other people. So, like, right. I think it's so shameful. It's, like, the worst human characteristic to be like, oh, I don't like the way that person lives their life, and I right. am against it. And I just think right. that's, like, really awful. Wow. So, um, yeah, you have to be open to right. other perspectives. I think that goes with judging. You can't yeah. judge and be like, oh, that person mm-hmm. is so awful in their way there. Well, because you don't know what it's like to be them. You don't know the full story. Right. I always go with, like, I don't judge other people because I don't even know if what I'm doing is 100% right. right yeah. You know, I overthink my own actions, so I can't even... Think about exactly. another person. Yeah. I'm just focused on me. Yeah. And everyone's focused on them. So right. everyone who thinks like they're thinking this thing about me, no. Ever, no one's yeah. thinking about you. Everyone's right. thinking about themselves. Exactly. Yes. Last, personal power. So this is that, um, like, people have an external locus of control or an internal locus of control. 
I have an internal locus of control. I think everything is my fault. I oh, never yeah, me too, me too. Factors. Yeah, there's two types of people, the internal and the external. Yeah. Is this mean if I said that uh, men are more prone to be more external and women prone to be more internal? I've collected my own data. You did? Well, I think Anecdotally, that you, you attract know. the worst men. Like, no, not, I don't not mean just me. Them, but I feel like I don't you, mean just you me. go on dates with, like, some some cringeworthy nightmares. <laughs> I didn't even mean men. I was thinking of, like, my brother and, like, my dad and, like, some oh, of my really? cousins. Yeah, I was actually thinking of, like, my family members. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, so I think that's true. I think a lot of guys do that, but, um, I don't know. All right. Sure. I know lots that's of guys fine. who don't. But, so, and somebody who has an external locus of control, they'll be like, I was late because of traffic and weather, and that guy who haunted me. And right. I, and my alarm didn't go off because it, the, you know, Steve Jobs is screwing me, and, like, whatever it is, it's just, they're blaming everything yes. outside of the fact that, like, they're not you, being accountable to the fact that they should've. didn't leave on time yeah, or didn't they- set their alarm. Exactly. <laughs> How are you? Yeah. I was going to say it. But sometimes, like, you're so distracted, it's hard to do everything that you're supposed to do, and it becomes frustrating day in and day out, like, failing yourself. So maybe as a defense mechanism, you blame external factors because if you right. continue to blame yourself, you're going to jump off a bridge. Right. You can't handle it. <laughs> you can't. So because it's just it's too an, much. It's an avoidance behavior. Yeah. But I, I blame you. myself for everything. Me I'm too. Like, everything's my fault. Me too. Yeah. Um, and I think it. I think we should aim for a balance, right? Yes. Sometimes we should demonstrate virtue right. and personal power. Yeah. So you do have control, but you must surrender to that which is outside of your control. Right. So try to leave earlier. Yeah. Because there are gonna things that are gonna pop up. Let's say in that example. Uh huh. But I I feel like I have a quote, but I liked my per, my past quote better. Okay. So do it. Which quote should we say? The do new it. quote. If I already said the other one. I'll just say both of them. All right. All right. I decided. Okay. So we're going to, yeah. So I said another quote about being open-minded. All right. Bonus. You will get two quotes. Okay. Here is number one. Yes. Being (laughs) open-hearted to absolutely everything leads to a beautiful sense of joy. Mm -hmm. That is currently in my phone background. Quote number two. The best apology is changed behavior. And I think that's great. Yes. I mean, it's hard for kids. because apology is changed behavior. Yeah. That's true. Yep. Oh, so, boy. Okay. Yep. Pretty profound. Yes. On that note, this has been episode 25 of SLP's Wine and Cheese. I hope you are on your best behavior. Yes. Because if you're listening to this, you are. Yes. <laughs> Very good. Well done. Have a good night, everyone. Adios. Bye.